All right, hey guys, welcome back. Beyond the Stretch podcast coming live from the South Carolina Fire Rescue Conference here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. This is the final day, Saturday. So a lot of buzz, a lot of people walk around the vendors trying to snatch up any last little trinkets that they can get away with for free and no one's looking. Uh, today we're uh, sitting here with Kevin Manhart, El Presidente of the Saltwater Fools and instructor here today for his garden apartment class. So thanks for coming by. You got a busy day, we got a busy booth, and you got class in a little bit, so we appreciate you taking the time out. Absolutely, Chief. Thank you for having me out today. So tell a little bit about yourself, how you got into the fire service, and what brings you here today to the big show. Okay. So I started in high school, small town fire department, upstate New York, 100% volunteer agency, about 200 members, fourth generation firefighter um, for my dad, both of my grandfather, uncles, cousins. It just became part of the family thing to do, step up and help out your community because there's literally no one else. So we just embrace it um, all the way back to the fire whistle would go off on top of the firehouse and you'd run to the fire station, get on the truck and go to the fire. And that really hit the heart with me, watching him do it as a kid and then starting to do it myself. So I went to school, got a degree in fire protection engineering and uh, started making my way into the paid fire service, ended up down here in South Carolina just due to kind of the job availability and how the dynamics were at the time. So okay. it's a really great place here. Fair enough. And you recently took over as a captain at one of the stations at your department. Uh, congratulations on that. Thank you, sir. So with, with your training background and your training vision, how have you been working towards balancing <laughs> with making sure that the guys that work with you on shift and the entire station as a whole is, is kind of meeting the standards and, and keeping keeping the host, so to speak. Okay. Um, we'll start, you know, company drill is not an option in our squad company right now, especially as we're embracing the full aspect of all the operations that we do. So every single shift we do something, and honestly more than one drill per shift. And I've started to kind of work with the two lieutenants in the company, whether I'll come in a little early to help facilitate some training or stay late on the off-going shift. So putting company-wide stuff together, looking at it as all three crowds together. That way when we work, trades or you know pick up days for each other we're all going to function as one crew basically and whether it be we write you know some drills together or we work with our knowledge to make this the best company that we have in the fire department so okay awesome i appreciate that i mean you basically got you got my youngest son on your shift so god bless you with that good luck trying to get that kid motivated he's going to places i'll tell you that <laughs> You can't grow facial hair, though. That's the downside. The uh, the class you got going on is about garden apartments. So what what's the whole premise of, of, of the class, and what's the message you're hoping to bring to everybody? Okay. So we're seeing right now in society, this is the largest generation in American history that's foregoing traditional home ownership. And that's mainly due to virtual workspace these days, along with people aren't having hometown roots that you would have 20 or 30 years ago. We're seeing a lot more of society going every four to five years, moving to a new place, whether it's for job, family, or just because they want a different lifestyle. So we're seeing a huge boom in construction of three and four story wood frame multifamilies, whether it be horizontally with townhouses, some vertical garden apartments, some condo style buildings like that. And our increase in fires in these buildings is up triple fold over the past 20 years to responding to emergencies. 
we've had several here in our local area over the past few years. Some large ones, a lot of great rescues, to different types of operations that we have to do, but they're becoming more prevalent. So we're trying to build a good perspective today of everything from building construction, strategies and tactics, incident management, some fire protection system stuff that goes with that, to just help that first arriving crew set the tone to make this a successful fire when you have 10 to 15 people hanging on back balconies that we need to go get, plus an advanced um, fire development and everything else at the same time with a lightweight wood frame building. So. Okay. Cool. I like that. I think we ta talked a bit, minute ago before we had technical difficulties about this, but you know, you have a lot of, a lot of individuals will look at a large bulk of fire or any type of fire in a multifamily and immediately go to the survivability profiling or the safety culture of it because they see a lot of fire or just small fire with a lot of building and don't really put the two and two together. Realize that's just individual houses side by side and stacked. Absolutely. And you gotta treat the big picture, but you also gotta attack the individual unit in its own entity. So yep. you're looking at you know anywhere from nine to twelve small thousand square foot houses just. Punched together basically with some framing. So awesome. Um, making sure we get good searches and good lines and just take care of business. It's not that difficult. So. Well, while you were talking, maybe think about Jonah came by, was uh, giving me giving me some stuff because uh, the truck company stuff, and he's like, I thought truck stuff, I thought you're an engine guy. I was like, he's actually you're a chief guy. You should be doing chief guy right. stuff. I'm like, well, we are doing chief guy stuff. Talking right. about trucks. Yeah. So um, so being on a squad, how has that been a challenge where you're kind of cross dressing with? special operations engine and truck stuff okay so it has been it's been a little difficult um mainly because we wear three hats in the fire department we can function as you know engine ladder or rescue company based on what you guys as the chief officers need us to do so drilling has been kind of a difficult balance you know one day we'll go out and stretch lines next day we'll be in the junkyard doing some extrication work and then we're cutting roofs but i'm trying to make sure we hit all three hats really well that way we can operate effectively based on to give you guys kind of like that ace in the hole or the you know the magic bullet to take care of what you need so because we can do all of it so. yeah. well given the current climate what what pronouns do you use to identify as a squad that was that was a joke i got you <laughs> i, get, I, I, I got you now you didn't it, get there no, no, no. <laughs> i got you we do all and, that, and it is something a little bit of our culture change in the organization right now but we're holding that standard and i worked well with my chief and some of the other times she said that we are going to do everything that you ask us to do because Good. we don't have enough service companies in the department right now so yeah it's definitely a challenge when you're you're in a uh, engine and tanker forward area yep that dabbles in EMS to uh, to try to instill that that search that truck that ladder culture yep. to be able to get everybody on board and, and be able to do the same things that that need to get done off of that pumper that shows up no matter how it identifies for yes. that that structure fire that day so yeah it's definitely a challenge yep and we're and we're trying to hit that challenge really well um, we're going to talk about that a little bit today and what tasks need to be accomplished and how we can use our apparatus effectively to get almost done at the Okay. Cool. Okay, yeah. All right. So we hit on training a little bit. We talked about it. So I also opened the intro with the fact that you are the president of the, the local pool chapter, the Saltwater Pools, which I, I should have a membership card coming to me in the uh, the mail, I'm sure. Yeah. But the um, 
What brought all that about? What, what was the purpose of that? So I've always had a passion for training, learning, and education. Something I really took to heart early in life. My high school football coach always told me, be a student of the game. And he applied that to us learning our playbooks, studying film, all that stuff. And I really, once I became a firefighter, kind of stayed in that mentality that we need to do more than the basic recruit school or just your basic stuff around the firehouse and always learning our craft. That's been something huge. I I try to do something every single day. So in the area here, we were kind of at a deficit of the professional speakers coming in or getting together to talk shop and talk tactics. We really didn't have an avenue where we could do that across all the departments in the area and seeing that we need to work better together, we kind of got talking to some of the like-minded individuals and pushed this idea of a fool's chapter forward. I've seen it at the IC. I got some friends that have run some of the larger chapters across the country in Cincinnati, New England, uh, Kentucky, down in Florida where the fools really took off and kind of looked at where we're heading as an area and organization to help mesh that into us. Okay. And, allow that avenue for growth and good farmanship to happen across the Grand Street. Awesome. So just walk us through in case someone out there is thinking of starting their own fight club and bringing a full chapter to, to their region. Um, however, we do have a non-compete here in this area, so don't, don't step. Um, but we'll help you through it. So kind of walk us through. How, how do you get that going? How do you start a Fool's Chapter? Okay. So um, Fool's International website has all the resources and information that you need to get started. Basically, you fill out some information with them. They contact you. They set a perimeter negotiated based on some regular geographical and boundaries between chapters of where we're going to kind of cover. And then kind of just start the paperwork from there. Um, find some really really hard chargers because it's a lot of work to start your executive board to get a training chair a social events chair kind of get the whole board lined out and then um, fill out all your nonprofit paperwork and then what was your first meeting start beating the drum get a really strong public relations social media chair pair them with a good training chair and then you'll get that first meeting to kick off and it's it's a slow grind like we, our first year we were really kicking hard to get the membership built up and I think it's been very successful across here but it's not a definitely going to be a marathon but uh, Fools International themselves has all the resources lined out they'll call you they'll send a representative to meet with you to help get everything started and then you just kind of pick the right people and get after it honestly so, and you can kind of take each chapter and have kind of your own unique spin mission vision whatever you want to call it of how we're going to conduct business so yeah okay yeah. so with getting all that set up, so that sounds like a, a pretty easy application process to go through and everything else. Now, having to go ahead and build a team, how do you build that e-board? Like, no matter what you do, you, you take a risk and ask someone to try something new, but what, what was your, your step process in trying to figure out who to grab and, and, and where to put the, uh, the talent? Okay, so we all know firefighters are people of many talents. So I kind of looked at across the area people that I've worked with or some that I really haven't worked with, but seeing that they're really good at training or, you know, 
they're very good with, our, you know, with managing and marketing and stuff like that based on some past experiences and seeing what they do outside of the fire department to like, hey, that guy can be really good and we need to have an event to get the tables, the chairs, like the, the scrounger basically to have that kind of stuff or especially like our training chair, finding somebody in the fire department that lives and breathes that mission of we have to do better. We need to do what's right by the guys and get the right content and the right amount of content in. So I kind of looked at everything you know, across the area, the different strengths, um, kind of some off-the-wall talents that we kind of brought in here recently to just find the right fit. We've had some very good success with our board, just things that I didn't even think we could do we made happen. So just kind of looking at their attributes and how all of those attributes would mesh together to give us the most successful board, you know, personality-wise and ethics and talent and just kind of looking at the individuals, basically. Okay. I like that. It's, it's a hard thing to do to try to set, set something up, and uh, I know we've, we've struggled back and forth with trying to set up for, for events, getting venues, having to change venues last minute, um, showing up last minute with uh, finding out there isn't an acoustic guitarist playing with a loudspeaker and his daughter singing vocals. Yeah. Like, um, Kind of being able to overcome and, and adapt to those things seems to be like a, it's a must. Yes. And, and being able to be flexible. Um, I think last night was a, a good testament to that because we we set something up for a social event. We linked up with the local chat, um, the local uh, union for the Saltwater Fools and the uh, Myrtle Beach IFF. Uh, had had some free food. Some free trivia, fire trivia set up, which was an awesome little experience. Uh, we had all of 10 people show up, okay. and uh, we still kicked it off and rocked it like we had an arena full of people. Absolutely. I mean, we've had some meetings as few as four or five people, and we've had 60 people at our meetings. It's just putting on that right show, you know, and we seem to do that very well, just kind of changing it up a little bit versus with the size of the crowd we have. But talking to people is going to be number one to help you get kind of this stuff started you got to know a guy. the old saying you know a guy that's really helped us out a lot here lately especially you know, last night but just getting involved and just starting a good vibe and a good environment will make a great meeting okay. we've always have done so I don't think we've had a dull one yet you know, the crowd has gotten bigger and bigger and better and better each time so yeah so let's sit on a little bit just to maybe uh, curb some some people's opinions about what we do and and what the saltwater fools are all about is being at our booth here at the conference you know people ask well what's this all about and uh i kind of had to adapt and, and create a uh, a uh, an elevator pitch so to speak right because you got to get people together and keep people uh on task and, and not get bored with your your spiel right so I've been telling people when they come up to ask what we're all about. I pretty much say we're we're a, a paid group, um, a membership group that is unlike a union. We don't talk about the politics or the other nonsense. We just bring together quality training and brotherhood, and we just try to keep it real. Absolutely. So it helps out a lot, and that, you know everyone that comes by, like, listen, we'll we'll give you our, our card with a QR code. You don't have to sign up right now. Right. Check out our Facebook page. Yes, come to come to our come to a social, come to a group meeting. 
and see for yourself first, yeah. uh, then sign up. Gonna be yeah. We meet every month across the area for the local firefighters. We love to have everybody. Um, leave the politics and the negativity and the bad shop at the door, and we're just all about building the craft and being really, really good firefighters. That's that's our true mission. Training, brotherhood, and just being there is the brotherhood across the industry is starting to change a little bit, kind of keeping some of these traditional mentalities and themes to keep it keep it alive and be there for each other. Yeah. Do you think do you think something like this with the saltwater fools, do you think a group like us can maybe help with uh, the attrition rates in the local areas, maybe with the air that we serve by by maybe keeping guys engaged in the job and, and when they go back to work, they're excited to be at work and excited to share their knowledge and excited to learn something new so they can bring it back to a, a chapter meeting? 100%. You know, it's about getting everybody together. And we're a fan, this is a family oriented business, whether you're physical, you know, biological family or you're just your family of brothers. And it gives you that time to, at our meetings, to, how do I say this? Basically, let the gloves down, be one really big, happy family, and just learn some good stuff and bring it back. And not feel the rigidity that you feel sometimes in the fire station in terms of the structure, the formalities that come with certain things. You know, yeah. we're all the same, and that's that's what we're here for. Yeah. I think it's good too, and I think I see like we we ourselves have evolved and went from the brotherhood to the brotherhood plus one, and that plus one seems to have been the, uh, I think that family initiative. And making sure that, hey, you know what, bring your spouse, bring your kids along. Yes. They might not come to every event, but if they do show up, they're welcome to be there. Absolutely. That family is number one in our job, and then uh, we, we are going to be a family-oriented organization here on out. Like so, yeah. Yes, 100%. Now, that's really cool. Like, I mean, being at the booth here, you know, this is our first year having a, a bigger booth. Yep. It's only our second year with the booth. Uh, I think we sold out all of our swag. Yeah. Um, I think... We're running low on stickers, and we're handing out free, uh, free sheets of pamphlet paper that have our logo on it, yeah, just to make the just to keep the kids happy. Yeah, we're, we're everywhere, and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and uh, for those that were lucky enough to come and stop by, you know, we we tried something a little different, and uh, you got this. Our our members brought together two uh, awesome passive entry doors, yep. and it's like pulling teeth though, because guys and girls don't know what to do with it, but. We get them out here, we pull them to the side and give them five-minute exposure to a little bit of training right. here at the conference. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're all about. And it's good to see that even in this environment, we're still making better firefighters today. Even if they stop by for 30 seconds and pick the tool up and go through the door one time, hopefully they'll bring it back to the companies and build out some safe stuff. So. Yeah, no, I think that this, it's been a great time. Um, it's been awesome getting to see and network a lot of our friends. Um, any classes that you took while you're here that worth mentioning that you're going to take back to your guys? Um, I sat in a little bit with, um, our, with our Captain Dozier the other day in his Firehouse Excellence class. You mean the company officer? Yes. Known company as officer. Michael Dozier? Yes. <laughs> the company officer. My friend, brother, and um, training school instructor. Sat in with that, and I've really taken heart some of the stuff that he's talked about and going to apply it across the entire company. Um, Jonah Smith as well talked the other day about doing the right company drills. I just got to sit in on that for a little while and how to make make quality versus quantity. Take that hour or two you get per day, kind of set aside once the admin work and the logistics stuff you got to get done and doing the best drill that you can for your people. So looking forward to seeing some of the other folks this afternoon with their courses. So. Okay. That's awesome. So, Kevin, 
getting close to our, our 20 minute time hack that we had. Um, but anything, anything upcoming for you? Any, any new? Any, any classes? You know, we're gonna see you at FDIC soon with with this uh, garden style apartment class. Um, we'll see. Definitely gonna be a long road to get to that point. But it all starts at the local level. Um, that is a goal of mine in my career to present one time at FDIC just to kind of give it a shot and say that you made it to the, the big, big show, but definitely want to try to do more of the local circuit. What I wrote out is really meant for firefighters in our area, and if I can travel 30 minutes and just take an afternoon to spend with some of the brothers and sisters across the border or down south a little bit, that's kind of what I want to do and just make everybody better. So we'll hit that same page and we all go to the same box alarm here shortly. So okay. I had a couple of the other fire chiefs reach out and go speak with them here shortly in the next few weeks. So. Well, just, you brought that up. How, how difficult is it being the president of a fight club to approach the different fire chiefs to, to kind of get them on board knowing that you, you are always going to get caught with a, a side eye or a blank stare when you say, hey, we want to come do some training in your area? So that has been a, a little bit of a challenge or just a kind of a personal obstacle to me. I've always tried to be like, hey, we want to work together. Let's build some cooperation, not kind of us against each other, but what can we do for you? What do you need? To, what would you like to bring in? How can we make this happen for your organization, but also how it's going to benefit our members and the whole area as a whole? So just trying to build that partnership has been probably the most difficult thing that I've had to accomplish in the past year and a half. But it's been very successful, welcoming by local chiefs across the entire area. But just keeping that open mindset that they may not be keen to it at first, but then I'll invite them out to one of our meetings or, a tra or you know, hey, we had our training session a couple months ago, and a local fire chief was there, one that I wasn't sure how his opinions were going to be about the organization, but he loved it, and he's reached out, and we're going to work together with them for one of our next training sessions. Just kind of showing that we're here for the right reasons and kind of dispelling some of the old adages that went with it these types of organizations 20 years ago that kind of put a bad rap but showing that we're here for a mission so. all right, that's awesome all right cool well we're not going to keep you too long so you got to get ready for the uh your big show yeah make sure all your slides and powerpoints line oh, yeah, up we're and all good <laughs> you got all that yeah. stuff ready to go technology is a wonderful thing yes sir but again i appreciate you coming on kevin thanks for joining us and uh good luck We'll Thank see you, you out there. I, I really appreciate you having me and for all the work that you're doing for the chapter and the brotherhood across the area. Definitely awesome. heading in the right direction. It's my so. pleasure, man. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. You guys be good. This is Uncle Mike signing off.